I'm Addie Lowen. Here's your Steinbeck Online Daily News for Friday, April 16th. Coming up, we'll have reaction from some great news for communities like Neverville and the Hanover School Division. Let's begin with this story. If you've ever wanted to become a firefighter but just didn't have the opportunity, and now there's a teen in your home wanting to make those dreams come true? Well, the Hanover Fire Department is looking for just such an individual as they set up a cadet program. With more, here's reporter Shannon Duick. Fire Prevention Officer Gary Kaler says they are hoping to find two cadets per station. The applicants must be 16 or 17 years of age and no prior training is necessary. As a cadet, members are expected to help out at the station and participate in the formal training program. Kaler says initially they will not be responding to calls, but that could change once they become more familiar. Once they've had some training and we've moved along a little ways, uh, we will pick and choose very much. So they won't get the initial dispatch. But we get to a longer structure fire, grass fire, that type of situation. Um, there are jobs that they can do in, in the cold zones that um, are, are perfectly safe and fine for them to do. They'll be changing bottles, you know, moving hose over, making sure firefighters are hydrated. Kaler says the Hanover Fire Department is also working with the local schools to see if cadets could earn volunteer credits towards their high school diploma. I'm Shannon Duick. And the Wildlife Haven Rehabilitation Center at Ildeshane has been getting a lot of inquiries from people concerned that this week's snowfall might endanger our Canada goose population. The sight of geese walking through snowfield ditches has been common these last few days in southeastern Manitoba. And Zoe Nakata, executive director at the center, urges the public not to worry. These geese, like they're very hardy creatures. Um, it's You know, it's not that unusual for us to have a snow event in April or in October, you know. So our, our, our Manitoba geese, they've seen, they've seen their share of snow and uh, we're not seeing, um, uh, you know, drastically low temperatures either. So um, we're certainly not, not worried about them. Nakata says the birds are feeding on grass and they are more than capable of still finding that food source underneath the snow. She notes many of the birds have probably already laid their eggs and so underneath that goose in the ditch might very well mean a nest of eggs. And another story of concern for many local residents are the hundreds of dead fish floating to the surface in a park in the arm of Redshot. And the same is true across much of the province. And reporter Connor Gerbrandt has that story. Yeah, we've had a couple of people uh, email our office and, and email some of our municipalities uh, concerned about uh, some dead fish that they've been seeing. Justin Reed is the watershed district manager for the region. He says dead fish of all kinds are collecting in LaBarrier Park because of a dam there, but all throughout Manitoba, people are noticing the phenomenon. It's called winter fish kill. Uh, it happens uh, every year uh, when uh, oxygen levels in the water kind of deplete and there's not enough oxygen in the water to kind of sustain the fish population. But with the low water conditions that we've seen across the province uh, recently, I'm kind of not surprised that this one's uh, uh, a worse than average year. So, how bad is it? Reed says normally the natural occurrence goes unnoticed, but this year they've received more comments in two weeks than they have in five years. I'm Connor Gerbrandt. 
And Manitoba has expanded its eligibility to be immunized with a COVID-19 vaccine. So anyone aged 57 or older and First Nation people aged 37 or older can now receive the vaccine. Dr. Joss Reimer with the Vaccine Implementation Task Force says they will also soon expand the eligibility criteria to include all adults in priority communities as well as first responders, including police and firefighters. Dr. Reimer says more details will be released next week as their team is still sorting out how a priority community will be identified. They're looking at postal codes, they're looking at health districts, they're looking at municipalities to ensure that um, the evidence that they're drawing on um, is strong uh, and that the way that we can communicate with Manitobans makes the most sense uh, for for how Manitobans see themselves geographically. Meanwhile, pop-up clinics have been announced for the Pat Porter Active Living Centre in Steinbach next week, Monday through Thursday. With more on expanding the vaccine eligibility criteria, here's reporter Shannon Duick. Health and Seniors Care Minister Heather Stephenson says this is in response to the threat of the third wave of the COVID-19 pandemic. Based on COVID-19 and public health data, People living in communities with the highest risk of the virus will be added to Manitoba's eligibility criteria. Vaccine supply remains limited and there will not be enough vaccine to immunize everyone in these categories immediately. Manitoba will announce the first eligible communities on Wednesday, along with specific guidance on jobs that will be included. Further details on when police and firefighters can book their appointments will be provided next week. I'm Shannon Duick. And with that, here are today's COVID-19 case count numbers. As public health officials confirmed this morning, there are 127 new cases of the virus in our province. Of those, five are in Southern Health, including one in Hanover, one in the St. Anne LaBrookery District, and one in the Neverville Richot District. As well, the province is reporting no additional deaths today from Manitobans with COVID-19. Meanwhile, a spokesperson for the province says it will be likely early next week when they will be able to announce any sort of tweaks to public health orders. Once again, here's reporter Shannon Duick. Acting Deputy Chief Provincial Public Health Officer Dr. Jazz Atwal says 127 new cases of the virus were announced on Friday, which follows a recent trend. We have seen case numbers start to increase in the past several days. We've been keeping a close eye on them and we don't like what we're starting to see. Our test positivity rate has gone up nearly 2% in the last two weeks, and we're starting to see higher numbers of cases in people in their teens, 20s, 30s, and 40s. While fewer people are going to hospital at the present time, more of them require intensive care unit use. Dr. Atwal says indoor gatherings are still the main source of transmission in Manitoba. He notes their contact tracers are finding people are holding larger group gatherings including house parties, playdates, sleepovers, and a lot more interactions with people from other households. I'm Shannon Duick. And finally, some great news stories. This one for the town of Neverville. They're getting a new hotel, which means huge economic benefits for their community. That, according to Mayor Myron Dick, who was thrilled the project was officially announced earlier this week. They obviously feel this is a great time for them to invest in the community of Neverville, and I can't say you know, how excited we are for this much-needed amenity. Dick says the 70-suite hotel and water park complex will make Neverville a destination point for people across the province. There's always economic spin-off from a hotel. These are people that are coming here, and then they're spending other money and other businesses in our community, so that's a huge boon to our overall commercial district. 
Meanwhile, the facility will also create several new jobs as well as the opportunity to host events like swimming lessons and business conferences. And excitement is still fresh as school officials process yesterday's news of government funding for a new elementary school in Steinbach. Connor Gerbrandt has that story. The superintendent for the Hanover School Division says she is thrilled. Absolutely. In our office and both for um, previous superintendents who would have worked on plans for this in the past, too. Definitely we're excited about it. Shelley Amos says her division purchased property for the school in the Park Hill development back in 2017, but we're not expecting funding so soon. We're always very pleased when we have new capital projects come our way. There has not been a new elementary school built in Steinbach since the 1960s, and Amos believes this building will be an immense relief to the other K-4 schools, which she says are bursting at the seams. Amos expects the school will be built and operational in two to four years' time. I'm Connor Gerbrandt. For details on these stories and more, including photos, video, and interviews, go to stabbackonline.com. I'm Addie Lowen.